Hello and welcome to the eChannel News Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Dunleybledo. Over the last few episodes of the eChannel News Podcast, we have been discussing multi-cloud and the evidence seems to suggest that at least 85% of organizations in Canada and the U.S. have this type of strategy in place. So what does that mean for the all-in cloud approach? What will it mean for data protection? And how can the channel make money in this type of situation? Here to talk about all this is Jonathan Calmese. Jonathan is the Vice President of Business Development at Silicon Beach, not Silicon Valley, Silicon Beach-based startup, Aparavi. Aparavi is fairly new to the marketplace, and they have just released a SaaS-based multi-cloud product called Active Archive. Please welcome Jonathan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No worries. Glad you're on board. So, Jonathan, is it fair to say that uh, you are new to the market, uh, but but in a fairly crowded space already? How is Aparavi different from the others? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, Aparavi's leadership all comes from, you know, combined over 100 years in uh, data protection, storage, and data management. So, uh, you know, are we, are we new to, uh, to the market? Kind of, right? With a, with a new solution. Um, you know, from a differentiation standpoint, uh, that we're crowded in, in a backup marketplace, right? Uh, however, Active Archive, uh, really for unstructured data specifically, there, there aren't a lot of tools addressing this from a pure software as a service standpoint. So okay. our, our lead uh, feature here is that we are software as a service. Uh, not a hardware-based solution, you know, focusing around uh, a tape or, or a hardware appliance specifically. Um, that, that is a key differentiator for us. So why focus on uh, the multi-cloud opportunity? Uh, what are you seeing in the market that made Aparavi go down this route? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was VP of sales at a traditional backup company, and we would, uh, two years, three years ago, we started getting calls saying, you know, hey, uh, your, our backups are broken, or, you know, what are we doing about X and X regulation, et cetera. And the cloud was always a, a point of that conversation, right? And it, over, the, over the last few years, it shifted from we, we need to get our data to the cloud to we need to have flexibility in the cloud. Um, more and more organizations are, are really forced into these hybrid and multi-cloud infrastructures mm -hmm. because of the massive amounts of unstructured data growth. So uh, when, when Operavi uh, was, was founding and the solution was being built, we built it from the ground up to be multi-cloud capable. Um, our vision for, for cloud is that more and more niche players, groups like Wasabi, for example, are going to be coming into the market and organizations need to have the freedom to be able to move their data to the most appropriate place over a, you know, on average, a decades-long retention policy. I see, I see. So uh, uh, what are some of the details uh, of the solution, maybe some of the new innovations uh, from a multi-cloud perspective that you're bringing to market? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a lot of providers have looked at multi-cloud uh, you know, the, the answer is, oh, yeah, we're multi-cloud, but uh, in order to, to, that means we, you know, we support Google or we support, you know, Amazon or we support S3 or what have you, uh, or we even support your own on-premises, quote-unquote, you know, private clouds. However, the, the interoperability between those hasn't existed. So what Operavi built was a dynamic multi-cloud 
uh, data retention engine. So we're able to move data uh, between clouds, right? So how this looks is, let's say you're an organization that started with Amazon S3, and uh, you've been using Operavi to, to move your data to Amazon S3 for the last three, four years. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, a new player comes, comes into, the, into the mix uh, that's cheaper and, and faster. We're able to immediately stop the growth in cloud A while still allowing full recoverability and retrievability of data while putting all new and changed data files all the way down to the bit or block level to that new location. So our software seamlessly manages the movement of data uh, between these multiple locations. Um, the, true, the, the same is true when we're actually going out to retrieve data we're able to do so to a specific point in time, and we can leverage any combination of storage to, to build that file back to that specific point in time, whether that's you know Google, Amazon, or, or maybe it's even uh, a combination of on-premises locations. Okay. So well, what about for the channel partners? This technology you're, you're saying is going to drive the demand for data protection that can cover cloud-based apps and data. So let's say that that all happens. What's in it for the channel partners? What's the margin opportunity? Yeah, I mean, there's two, there's two margin opportunities, right? One is, is our basic you know, channel programs, which we're fully going to be introducing into the market uh, here at the end of Q2. You'll be able to, uh, to sign up as a partner and, and receive benefits you know, based off of our licensing model. But I think more importantly is if you're looking at a lot of the existing vendors, they're, they're either using, they're either cloud brokers, right, where you have to yeah. use their own buckets, for example, and, and you're not allowed necessarily to create uh, your own locations or use your own locations. The other thing is, is if you're talking about you know, 10 years of retention, a, an existing solution, especially the image-based groups, cause massive amounts of data growth. Um, so, Operavi actually built a uh, patented solution that is able to remove data out of cloud locations at the bitter block level the moment okay. uh, retention policy expires. Mm -hmm. So this uh, we call this feature cloud active data pruning, um, which this greatly reduces the footprint of storage over time. Um, our licensing models aren't based on uh, how much data you're storing in cloud. They're based on uh, what is actually being selected to protect, right? So that, that helps the end user not pay for duplicate, you know, versions of files, et cetera. But on the end, for the service provider, uh, that is a, they're going to have a huge savings based on what they're paying for storage uh, because they're going to need a whole lot less of it and they're still being able to, uh, to charge their customers on source data selected as opposed to what's in cloud. So a, uh, a couple opportunities there uh, to make money for a service provider. Okay, cool. Uh, I also want to ask you about uh, security threats like ransomware. How does Aparavi address that challenge? And, and also, too, uh, what's the company's future roadmap look like? Yeah, um, so from a ransomware standpoint, um, one of the, the things that we actually offer customers is a percent change monitor. So we're able to uh, send alerts based on how much of your data set is changing. And this is a threshold that the uh, service provider can, uh, can provide or, or the end user themselves. But uh, this follows the if this the NAT style uh, operation where if 80% of my data changes, uh, send me a text message, send me an email, uh, alert me in the platform uh, through, through our web interface, um, but also do not do any more pruning jobs and do not do any retention jobs out the cloud. And okay. one of the big things that we saw with, with uh, traditional cloud backup vendors is 
they would see, oh, look, a file changed. It must be new. And we'll <laughs> go ahead and pick it up, move it to cloud, and then overwrite good data with bad ransomware data. Um, oh. So that was uh, something that, that we, we entered into that, uh, entered the software. That was, that was scoped out in the beginning um, in conjunction with actually some large MSPs that, that had that very problem happen to them. Um, from a roadmap standpoint uh, with, with the Operavi solution, uh, there's a really neat chart uh, by Enterprise Strategy Group ESG called the Spectrum of Data Protection. And mm-hmm. on the far right, you have tools like business continuity, right? Failover, uh, really kind of the, the disaster recovery entire system images. And then on the far left, you have you know, e-discovery, governance tools, archiving tools. And, and our mantra in here is moving left. Right. So we believe that uh, kind of the middle of the spectrum is disappearing, which is your traditional backup vendors. And mm-hmm. uh, an organization is going to need a combination of business continuity and uh, an active archive. Uh, and so our our solution um, is is designed to providing accessibility uh, of data all the way down to the content um, content model. We have. Uh, full functionality in the software today to to search by content, to search by classification, and as we move forward, that's only going to get more strong. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time, Jonathan. Very, very insightful. Uh, where can people follow you on uh, social media, and where else can they get more information on Operavi, either online or on social media? Yeah, uh, Operavi, uh, we have an active Twitter account, at Operavi Software. Uh, we've also got the, our website, um, operavi.com, which uh, you can connect to us uh, there very, very easily, um, as well as our, our LinkedIn page. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for your time. And that's it for the eChannel News Podcast. I'm Paul Delingletto, signing off. Thanks, Paul.